0: Howdy, howdy! Hello! And welcome to... But It Was Aliens! The extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe paranormal shenanigans to determine whether those shenanigans really were paranormal. I'm your host this week and my name is Kev... The Tall. Alongside me is Mr. Granville Walker. The Rotund. Of Moons. (laughs) The Rotund... (laughs) On this show, each week, the co-host has no idea what is coming up. Today, we are probing a real housewife. Have you ever probed a housewife before, Cranville? Never.
1: Are we probing a real housewife of New York? A real housewife of London? London? Manchester, Liverpool, LA, Oakland, Atlanta, mm. Tokyo, Japan, Brazil, uh, China,
0: No, Russia,
1: No, Afghanistan, no.
0: Kazakhstan, No. Under the sea, <laughs> <laughs> we are probing crabs today. Have you ever probed crabs, Granville? Never. We are probing a wife of the house. And technically, we're going to be local, sir. Ooh. One of our main sources today is a book called Without Consent, a comprehensive study of missing time and abduction phenomena in I the am United so, Kingdom. So
1: glad that is the title after you said Without Consent.
0: <laughs> was it like, was where are we going? Authored by Carl Negatis. And Philip Mantle. That's a familiar name. Yeah, it it is. Philip Mantle. Ooh. I wish I could remember. (laughs) Outside of that, it's been some heavily, heavy, heavy googling, and in particular, looking at the night sky online. We begin our tale in Burstall, A village in West Yorkshire in the United Kingdom. Damn it, I was going to say Yorkshire next. Yorkshire, which formed on the grounds of a prehistoric hill fort. Roman coins from 192 Common Era have been discovered here, so we know that this place is old. So old that we don't really know who founded Burstall. What if whoever founded this place came back? That sentence has nothing to do with this episode, by the way, but whilst I'm feeling educational, Burstall is also the birthplace of Joseph Priestley, the person who discovered oxygen. Ooh. Is he also the same person that named it? Named oxygen? Mm. Mm. (laughs) Mmm... I didn't look up that bit. (laughs) I wasn't feeling that educational. I've given out all the education I can today. Now it's on to the shit. So you're par I've got my shovel and I'm ready to pour that shit on you, son. So you're a substitute teacher today. I am a substitute teacher (laughs) lacking in knowledge of the subject I am teaching.
1: Sounds just like our school.
0: What do you think that people thought we breathed before oxygen was found? Did they even call it air? I, I don't know. I was asking you. I told been. you I'm not an expert in this <laughs> subject. I'm a substitute teacher. They might have just called it air. I'm more likely to hit you with my cane than I am to teach you anything. I'll teach you pain. <laughs> Life of a substitute teacher. Sir, I need the toilet. <laughs> Fuck you. Pain. Life of a substitute, teacher. And I probably just called it air.
1: Probably didn't even think
0: Uh, of anything. Maybe before then, people utilised water for breathing. Do you reckon
1: when it got cold then and they saw their breath like in the air, they were just like, it's my soul leaving my body. (laughs) Oh shit, get back, get back. Walking around covering their mouth so they don't lose their soul.
0: The substitute teacher is walking around covering his mouth. (laughs) I'm losing my soul. Life of a substitute teacher. Thinks he's breathing, about to breathe fire like a dragon. Oh, it's steam. It's steam. I'm a dragon.
1: There be souls in the air
0: tonight. (laughs) Jack. Life of a substitute teacher. Jane, possibly possibly a little before she became a housewife, or possibly not. But one evening, Jane went to bed a little bit later than usual. You can already tell that I've put the hard research into this one, can't you? Mm -hmm. The facts are lining up. I knew with this simple detail, right at the start of my research, that this case today was going to be absolutely full of detail and clarity, so you'll have no questions. Jane awoke from her slumber a few hours later, completely butt naked. What does butt naked actually mean by the way? A butts always naked? Mine isn't. Does that mean I can't get butt naked? Is it actually butt naked or buck naked? Well, I've said butt naked all my life. <laughs> if it's buck then shit, son. Buck wild is a saying. We're going buck wild, boys.
1: Because I've uh, been watching a series on Netflix recently. Did I get butt naked? Called um, Painkiller.
0: Mhm. And so I watched the series. I think it might have been on Disney, but I'm not entirely sure. But with Michael Keaton in it, exact same story that this painkiller is about, only it was out a year before it. Okay, is it good? The Michael Keaton version is phenomenal. His performance is, yeah, phenomenal. Cool, I'll watch it. But
1: it's about um, OxyContin.
0: Yes, that's... Right. Same story, literally the same story.
1: I have always believed it to be called OxyContin. Because of the way Americans pronounce it. They don't pronounce the N.
0: I've never heard an American pronounce it before watching that series.
1: Then you've not watched it enough. But on painkillers they say Oxycotton all the time. So I've always thought it was called Oxycotton. It's not, it's content. So has it always been butt naked or is it buck naked? Butt naked.
0: But well, why would it be? Ass naked. <laughs> why would it be buck naked? I have no idea. Maybe buck was the first Buck's one to get a naked hairy.
1: in front of people. He might have been the first streaker. Buck was
0: a person.
1: <laughs> he might have been the first streaker. Buck naked.
0: Ah! Uh, why is Mr. Buck running through the field naked? Life up a substitute teacher! My Willy's out. Anyway. <laughs> Jane woke up in a field. (laughs) Jane. Not only naked, but in a field, damn. Jane, understandably, considering the circumstances, was cold and moist. As Jane came to, she quickly noticed a strange metallic object above her in the sky. Something has to be looking rather strange to catch your eye as you come to waking up in a field when you went to bed in your own bed, right? Before Jane knew it, as if no time had passed, Jane was surrounded by about 10 vaguely human-like figures. As Jane tried to stare at them, Jane couldn't. Jane could not focus upon the faces of the figures. What Jane did notice is that one of the figures had a cloth in his hand. This figure quickly smothered Jane's face with the cloth. Jane Pretended to pass out. Smart. The figures then injected Jane with something and Jane passed out for real. What was it they used to use to. Chloroform. That's it.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking.
0: Would rohypnol work in a similar way if you. I don't know. People put it in drinks and stuff, don't they? I don't know what would happen if you smothered it on cloth, whether it'd be strong enough. I have no idea. Um, We'll look it up and find out (coughs) They're the exact same thing
1: So originally I was going to say I've got some in my car (laughs) Did She have something to (laughs) eat (laughs) And was her meal Spiked with wild mushrooms Like The trippy mushroom kind
0: Or I can say categorically no to that question Without giving anything away Was she chloroformed Mm While she went to bed
1: and then they carried her out to the field, but she started to come to. So they put her down and then they're like, she's still hazy. Let's chloroform her again. So they put her down while they were getting more chloroform ready. Although there's mm. 10 of them, so they could probably do that without needing to put her yeah,
0: down. Yeah, but... uh, maybe it's a less brutal way than like manhandling someone. Maybe still they're trying to be kind in a weird, weird way, despite what they're about to do. Giving nothing away. I've, I've written in the research notes here. Imagine if butts were always naked, like constantly out. I don't know what I was on when I was writing this one. <laughs> Must have been late at night. It'd be cold. <laughs> Everything you wear has to have the ass cut out. Might going into the toilet easy.
1: I mean, you'd be lucky if you didn't have an ass. <laughs> like if your ass was flat.
0: <laughs> imagine you're walking through town to go and get a coffee. Everyone's got like jeans on with their butts cut out. Uh, why do you reckon she couldn't focus on the faces chloroform ah uh, good shout good shout i was thinking like it's so bizarre that her brain just can't comprehend no. or even that it's like crossing dimensions you know how an ant literally can't see you because we're in a dimension it can't perceive never knew i that. was thinking of the same um yeah if you draw lines on a piece of paper the ant will stay between the lines it can't perceive sees season 2d
1: so you can literally draw a line and put an ant in a box
0: yeah wow i've ne- I never knew that <laughs> so yeah people use that as like a comparison to how there could be enough dimension there we can't perceive it therefore we don't know someone sat right next to us in that dimension looking at us
1: so we could essentially build an ant maze and put an ant in
0: it. You're you're and getting fixed like on the ants here. It. <laughs> Yes.
1: So if we got the technology and made it small enough to put it on the ant, we could create ant satins, Yes. Amazing.
0: What do you want to control the ants for?
1: Oh, who knows? Anyway, let's move on. Could you're gonna you're
0: sat there googling ant farms. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get your hands on some fresh ants.
1: Some of those red ones. Those vicious bastards.
0: Why are the red ones so angry? Because they're red. <laughs> Did they turn red because they got angry, or were they red to begin with and that made them angry? Maybe. Does that apply to other species? I don't know. I, I, yeah, no idea. When Jane woke up, Jane was on the bed. Her bed or another bed? The bed. Her bed. But not her bed. Now, you may expect that Jane was back at home, but no. Jane was not surrounded by her usual surroundings. In fact, you could go as far as to say that Jane's surroundings were quite unusual. Other than the bed. You see, Jane was in a completely different room. What's more, Jane still wasn't alone. Surrounding Jane, there were several figures, which Jane could now make out were unusually tall figures. We are talking Big Show Andre the Giant sized, 7 foot tall plus figures. Random height fact. I was going to say Gandalf sized, but in the books... Gandalf is five foot six inches tall. In the movies, he's five foot seven. Damn, hobbits. So he's pretty tall. Gandalf is massive, you could say. We
1: have a big show, Andre the giant. I thought you'd say Andre the snake there. (laughs) Kevin the tall sized figure here. Seven foot plus.
0: Yes.
1: I was. I originally had to take a second because I was about to say we have a talk show.
0: <laughs> what? We have a talk show. <laughs> Jerry Springer walks home with his butt cut out. Uh, if Gandalf
1: is five six, mm-hmm. how tall is everyone else? Because in the movies, Gandalf is taller than fucking everyone. So,
0: precisely, sir.
1: Are the humans like five five, then the hobbits is like three foot two.
0: Well, they're hobbits, aren't they? They're tiny. Right now fucking tall hobbits d- small <coughs> but they can wield sticks power <laughs> kick a hobbit in the face whoa <laughs> alright lord of the ants <laughs>
1: ant king ant king ant man's a shit film second one anyway
0: that's gonna say what I ones. like the first one. The third one's mm, mm, terrible as well I gave up with Marvel films to be honest it's just too many to keep up with and TV shows I watched the first segment like up till the Avengers seen a couple since then but not every single one because like I say it's just too much I've everyone, got a life man i I got a puppy to look after
1: everyone raved about how good they were and they were shit
0: what Ant-Man or Marvel in general
1: the Marvel TV series I thought they were dog shit
0: uh, um, yeah.
1: Not as bad as Iron Fist. Do you know
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, three of the four on Netflix originally were phenomenal. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm not talking about them. They Jessica were... Jones, Whoa.
0: Daredevil, and... Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Those two, actually, yeah. I was less keen. Luke Cage was good, but it wasn't as good. It very much trailed off after halfway through on Luke Cage. Jessica Jones, the first season, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. And the Purple Man, yeah amazing and daredevil every season was phenomenal to be fair but that was a long time ago in a Mm -hmm. different universe and we're getting off topic so did they do you reckon she
1: was taken by one group and another group took her bed but why would you do that why would you do that i don't know (laughs) i have Um, no idea to be honest so if i research this one let's say aliens took her up on the ship
0: well, we'd have to so, let's say they did. That's quite clearly what's happening right now. They took her and her
1: bed and then did somewhere in the process, they accidentally dropped her. So she ended up in a field.
0: That... <laughs> 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 they got her halfway and then dropped her. So had, to, had to chloroform her again to get the rest of the way. Um, Maybe they were beckoning her with some device to come out into an area where they wouldn't be seen taking her. And how'd they get the bed? Maybe they got to carry it. Maybe it was just like a replica that looked like a her bed, wasn't actually her bed. Uh, oh,
1: what well they got a device that can shrink objects, but it can't shrink humans or living life forms. So the bed was easy to shrink; therefore, the rest of her stuff wasn't taken as well. You know, let's take the bed. Mm. Took the bed, and then took her. Physically,
0: I, I feel like we need to move past the bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Then they went up, and they put the bed back, and then they. Tried it to could have been it, like an
0: right. IKEA bed. They just bought a copy to try and make a feel at home.
1: Yeah, but you know what your bed feels like.
0: Do you? Yeah. I'm I'm pretty relaxed when it comes to bed. So am <laughs> I. Fight your whether to argue, and you're like, meh. I just like sleep. Up sleep At this point, Jane became aware that she was being communicated with via telepathy. How does she know? She can't see them. Telepathy is in your mind. They could be You'd talking be... to her. Normally. She can't see them. To to be fair, and I've actually put this in the research notes, I find that quite hard to imagine myself. You're hearing a voice in your head, like it's your inner monologue, and what you gradually realise that it isn't your voice. The figures were telling Jane to look at them. Now, my inner monologue is crazy. The guy is borderline dangerous.
1: Mine's not borderline.
0: But how do you know that it's not aliens? Could be. Like you, you get on. Not that I've got on a bus for many years, but you get on a bus and it's like. Punch the person sitting on the front row. You're like, what? No. <laughs> Do it. Get your Do dick it. out. God damn it, no. So that's why you got Shit arrested. in the corner. <laughs> I don't even need the toilet. Hey. Don't you hate me. Hey. Listen. See the old guy? Shave his eyebrow. To be fair, that would be pretty fun. No. Hey. You're walking in like a, you need some plates and whatnot, so you're walking through the China section of John Lewis. Oh, just ah, throw the plates. The flick one Push on the it. floor. Push
1: it. No one would know. No one. No one. No CCTV. Just <laughs> you walking past, you're like.
0: <laughs> you make this sound as you do it. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. You just walk off on all fours. <laughs> Your butt cut out. <laughs> Walk into school to start work as a substitute teacher.
1: <laughs> Kick the kid. Life of a substitute <laughs>
0: teacher. teacher. One of the figures was human-looking, about seven foot tall, and with deep black eyes. Ah, start bullshitting. No. Jane was told to have a wash before she entered a peculiar, tight device that appeared to measure the exact shape of Jane's body. After this, Jane was helped onto a table in the centre of the room. All of the figures left, except the tall one. Yes, they got her off the bed and onto a table there is some shit
1: about to go down some medical shit
0: oh it's gonna get real shitty son um i'm gonna take you right through it it's gonna get slabbed but first they had to uh kind of sterilize her we've heard that several times haven't we mm-hmm. for example uh, was it antonio villaboas had the um goo yeah the was it goo or gas I don't we've remember. covered both in different cases haven't we have a shower, so with... they've
1: got some kind of decontamination shower, mm-hmm. goes in gets all the germs off they're like, we can't be bothered to sterilise our equipment, you go in there, you sterilise, she comes out, they put her on the table slabbed, they're gonna start cutting some flesh some uh, DNA
0: uh, from behind the ear where no one will notice might take off a nipple before we move on does your inner monologue ever tell you anything, like, utterly stupid? Yes. Got an example? I wouldn't say tell
1: tells me anything stupid. Like, could literally just be walking through town, and there'll be, like, little kids running around. And my, <clears throat> my brain Head will butt. just go, how funny would it be if that little kid just fell over right now? Go on, trip. Trip, you little shit.
0: Go on. <laughs> and then before you know it, your leg is flying out to kick him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or, I really want to see people fall over. Like it could be a kid, could be a normal person, could be an old person. I would feel bad for an old person in the moment. But we're just sounds so bad. <laughs> but I know the joy I would get replaying <laughs> that in my mind later. Because my brain will show it to me from different angles in slow motion that I didn't pick up on at the time. <laughs> Your, and I would just crack. Your brain is
0: cause like, I got that footage. <laughs> watch. Watch this. So,
1: there will be times I will literally just burst out laughing and I'm the only person there. And it's because it's all of a sudden brought me a memory. Um, One in particular is a friend of ours from high school this friend, we all went roller skating we were all quite good at the time, he wasn't bad and uh, he was like, I fucking love it when little kids fall over on roller skates it's the funniest thing in the world the moment he (laughs) said that line, both of his wheels fucking jammed up and he went flying, I have that literally, that video is saved in my memory bank
0: that was karma, memory bank (laughs) karma was sat there watching that day (laughs) And karma was like Arr! And every and Every
1: now and again That video is found in my brain And gets played And I'll just burst out laughing
0: That is glorious
1: Or That time uh, Another certain friend of ours Kicked a football It hit a car
0: And,
1: <laughs> and oh, then he man. ran home Yeah, Just shit like that Shit like that cracks me up Just stupid uh. Stupid things
0: jane said that i looked into his big black eyes and knew what was going to happen well jane may have thought that but i bet she didn't know exactly what was going to happen blow by blow because next thing jane knew jane was staring down at the alien laying probably naked on that table I say staring down because Jane was sat atop this figure, riding him like a frickin' pony. <laughs> well, not quite. Jane the alien housewife. I, I mean, she she would be, but as Jane recollects, she was first laying on top of the creature, embracing yet lying completely still. Embracing? I think that's fancy talk for first base tongue action. Did we ever use base terminology when we were young? It's an American thing. Hey, I got to first base. Eh, slap her ass.
1: (laughs) I'm assuming they're using bases like they would in baseball. There must be four bases. I don't.
0: Well, let me walk you through them. So you've got first base is kissing. Second base is overclothes fondling having a little dry rub third base is skin on skin fondling fourth base is sex a home run is spunking on first hand hold (laughs) (laughs) what
1: (laughs) so if a home run is the (laughs) (laughs) home (laughs) home
0: run (laughs) baby what the
1: So you're telling me that if you held hands and you, like, spunked your pants whilst holding hands, that's a home run?
0: Home run, (laughs) baby! I win!
1: Weird. Oh, so that must be first base then, whatever Jane, the alien housewife. Oh, I reckon it was at least
0: second, really. She's not telling the full story, is she? (laughs) As Jane recalled laying on top of the creature, Missionary baby! Jane would describe the creature as having a smell that wasn't a human smell. The smell, in Jane's words, wasn't pleasant. Let rip. That'll get you in the mood. (laughs) What even is a non-human smell? Like a furry beast? Would not have a clue. I don't know. Anyway, before I start thinking of a shaven Bigfoot, Jane can't remember if the creature had any clothes on as she just looked deep into the creature's eyes the whole time. But considering what was going down here, I think it's safe to assume that certain parts of the alien were indeed naked. All Jane can really remember is staring into the alien's gigantic eyes. Jane is pretty transparent, stating, It seems so strange lying on top of this stranger and enjoying it.
1: <laughs> Until the Mickey bit at the end, I was about to say, You do realise she's English.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yorkshire, no less. <laughs> oh, he fucked me, the bastard. <laughs> Jane also described that the experience was unemotional. Jane would further describe this, to paraphrase, as the best damn banging Jane ever had. So Jane's best ever boning lacked an emotional connection, which leads me to wonder did this alien creature have a super dick? Or multiple? Da, 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 da. Tentacles, baby. How would the multi-dick work? Would it be one with, like, a second and a third coming off the tip? Or would it be, like, three connected to the body? Like a hand. (laughs) Like a hand with five dicks. It's
1: disgusting. It can go in all different directions. Like
0: that. It's like waving at you. (laughs) (laughs) Gary Dick Fingers is waving at you. This one's gone off for hours, is not it? Yeah, majorly. <laughs>
1: majorly. Does she go on to describe what the smell was like? Because a non.
0: No, this is all just. Could just smell non- like an human. animal. Yeah. yeah.
1: But then smelling like an animal is non human. Mm-hmm. So aftershave is non human.
0: Good point. Good point. I mean, she said it wasn't a pleasant smell, but it could be like old spice. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Often we cover cases that have transpired in America, and we will do like a London accent (laughs) covering a UK case. (laughs) The UK accent is not coming out. (laughs) After the event, Jane remembers being studied again by a group of aliens. A group of aliens including what Jane described as females, Entered the sex room and then gave Jane's growler an exam. Gotta make sure we're all is well after a session with Shaven Bigfoot and his big dick. Jane was given a tour of the craft she was on after her growler was put away. <laughs> I was trying to think of the grimmest word for vagina I could come up with. Do you reckon they
1: uh. were trying to impregnate her? We'll get on to that. I was about to say, is that how they kind of lay eggs?
0: my eggs ah oh, xenomorph style
1: mm. probably have the yeah. eggs attached to the host
0: <laughs> I reckon you're bang on there but during the tour Jane saw other humans Jane wasn't the only one you can safely assume that Russ Kellett was E.T. E. Rider. rider. was on the craft probably David Huggins too checking up on his kids maybe they were his kids Maybe. Next, Jane was shown a table, and it wasn't a sex table this time. It was a table covered in a selection of multicoloured pills of different shapes. Jane was offered her choice of pill. The red pill or the the blue pill. pill? Hmm. Obviously, I've made quite light heart of this. It could be taken as very horrific, but I'm banking on her saying that she had a great time, that it's okay to take the piss.
1: So the other humans that she saw, were they kind of in the same situation she was in? Or were they just all kind of around having a drink, chilling with these aliens, smoking cigars, playing cards?
0: So my perception is that they're all going through a similar experience as to what Jane is going through. And as we said, it kind of lines up with accounts we've heard in the past. Do you reckon the pills were...
1: You can take this pill and totally forget everything that's happened, you can take this pill and you can remember certain parts that happened and gain superpowers, <laughs> or... Choose that one! Choose that one! <laughs> you can take this other pill, which will give you every superpower, but you die within an hour.
0: But you grow an Edward dick hand. <laughs> <laughs> very astute sir, very astute, for that would be my assumption, the second. No, the first. <laughs> <laughs> I want the superpower, but that's not what I think's happening here. Next thing she knew, Jane woke up back in her bed. Here we go. Jane assumed that it was all a dream. And you may think so too, dear listener. But when Jane got up and showered in the morning, Jane discovered some puncher marks exactly where the aliens had injected Jane. Boom! Aliens! Jane went to the doctors and the docs prescribed antibiotics. Antibiotics? <laughs> oh no. They descri- <laughs> described. <laughs> Shit. The medical professional gave Jane some stuff <laughs> to cure an infection Jane picked up from this event. Could you call this a sexually transmitted infection? I don't want to start a vicious rumour, but according to some of our sources, including the nightsky.org, yes, this was an infection of the growler. (laughs) I've used that word too often now. Anyway, the infection took several months to clear up, but Jane was okay and went on to be a happy housewife. During those infected months though, Jane experienced a nightmare where she gave birth to a blonde-haired, black-eyed alien.
1: What year did this take place?
0: God, did I say?
1: don't think you did.
0: I don't think I did, did I? Was it
1: the time of year when... No one really gives a shit now. But was it back in the times when men wanted their wives to be virgins and... Jane was like, fuck that, but then decided, well, she might have had a reputation for sleeping with people before marriage. So she made up this story for her prospective husband, and he believed it.
0: So it's kind of modern era, I can tell you that much but I don't have an actual year that it happened, so I would go probably 60s to 2010s.
1: So this could be a story to explain why her... She's got a weird birthmark. ...unfortunately named Growler (laughs) had an infection.
0: You're disgusting using that terminology. Could be. Could be.
1: I mean, if it's the 60s, a lot of drugs are being taken...
0: Especially in Yorkshire. Oh, Especially in Yorkshire. He
1: <laughs> uh, fucking loved it. They had fuck all else to do. Farm and take drugs.
0: We are from somewhere that is synonymous with farming. How dare you fire that shot elsewhere?
1: What do the majority of people that uh, we grew up with do? <laughs> That's not us. Farm and take drugs. never said they farmed
0: animals (laughs) as we near our climax here it's time to consider if we have any alternative explanations for this event first up vivid dream i have no evidence to support that i'm just theorizing dreams, especially if interrupted, can be pretty convincing at times. Next up, possible human abduction or abuse which we never want to make light of or even really suggest it, but horrible life experience can have such a huge impact in a number of ways and we do have to acknowledge it if we're farer though I won't go any further. Next up, bullshit. Jane had nothing to gain from this story, but I suppose it could have been for a giggle. Fourth up, author bullshit. The book is pretty serious in tone and seems to want to study these incidents genuinely, though if I'm honest, from the little I read the authors do come across as already convinced, though possibly ever so slightly less so than other alien investigators we've covered. Finally, if not aliens, What if this was a military experiment, testing what they can convince people of whilst also trying to breed Spartans? Any other ideas, Mr Moonwalker?
1: None, but I totally forgot this came from a book. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought it was just someone's account, not from a book of accounts. Jane is quite a... Not a plain name, but...
0: Plain Jane.
1: (laughs) Jane, John. If you don't have a name, they're used quite often. Hmm... Did how much money did the authors make from this?
0: Not a huge amount, I don't believe.
1: Was this also their first book?
0: Mm, I don't recall. When did the book come out? For Christ's sake, stop asking so many questions.
1: I've got no idea.
0: (laughs) I believe after the 90s. I did check out the book, but I didn't write down when it was published. To be honest, I didn't really predict you were going to get that in into it. <laughs> I thought you were going to push it to one side.
1: Literally just seeing if the uh, authors are trying to make
0: a buck. Uh, I, I mean, I can look that up and tell you after, but I don't think it's hugely relevant. What, are they were trying to make a buck? Oh, of course they were making a buck because they are releasing a book. But that's, as we've said before, I don't knock people for trying to make a buck from doing something they love or they find interesting. Oh, I'm not trying to knock them.
1: I'm just saying it's this
0: the reason they made the story up? Or maybe they just heard a verbal account from someone at some point and wrote it down and didn't have the finer details.
1: Dangerous, that.
0: You've probably noted at this point that I don't have any evidence of any of this further than Jane's own account, so in summary, we've today been introduced to Jane Murphy from Burstall in West Yorkshire. Jane went to bed late one night as normal but woke up in a field. Above in the sky... Jane saw a UFO. Next thing Jane knew, she was surrounded by about 10 aliens who put a cloth over Jane's mouth and then injected Jane. Jane woke up on a bed on a spaceship, surrounded by a bunch of really tall alien figures. Jane was told to wash bit rude before possibly being scanned or cloned. The aliens then got Jane off of the bed and helped her onto a table before leaving her alone with one alien. Jane looked into the creature's big black eyes and Jane knew what was about to go down. With no memory of getting there, suddenly Jane was on top of the alien. Missionary, baby! This was the best banging Jane ever had. Although Jane said that the creature didn't smell human and that the event, whilst the best, was unemotional. Fair play though. Some people just like a Roger and don't they, Granville, and that is okay. After the deed was done... Jane was given a once-over by a group of aliens who, in particular, gave Jane's vagina a physical. Jane was given a tour where she saw other humans aboard the craft before being given her choice of colourful pill. Jane then woke up back in her bed. I reckon all the pills did the same thing. Jane assumed that it was all a dream until she found the injection marks the next morning. It was all a dream. Furthermore, Jane picked up an infection allegedly of the vagina during this event and was given a treatment of antibiotics, suffering for a few months. Jane also experienced nightmares of giving birth to a blonde baby with dark black eyes. So, that is the probe. One amazing night. Anything you'd like to add other than what that you wish you were there, Mr. Moonwalker? No. Then are you saying that it was aliens?
1: No. I was going to say... <laughs>
0: that one was never happened. don't no bullshit.
1: <laughs> this is complete bullshit made up by Jane. Until you mentioned at the end about the authors, which I totally forgot about. So I don't think this was made up by Jane. I think this was made up by the authors. Or somebody made this up and told the authors knowing they were creating a book. And we're just trying to see if they would be fooled into putting this story in the book. So that person's away chuckling to themselves that this has been put in a book and they're like <laughs> it's all fake yeah
0: I, mean, I like to think of the authors like going all around the country going to local pubs asking if anyone's ever had any experiences then writing down whatever they're told by the locals and it just gets crazier and crazier from pub to pub they go to but that's they believe it all and put it in the book so the authors believe to an extent but the people who are telling them who knows
1: they were fully in
0: yeah this one for me it was never going to be aliens never i couldn't really find much about jane other than this story which i've stretched out quite a bit to be honest and without those interviews like we have with huggins for example it's hard to assess someone's genuineness suffice to say i was never on board with this one it was standard abduction stuff with nothing to set it apart for me I will acknowledge, though, sometimes we don't like it when people go public as we think they're after money only, but when they don't come out singing and dancing with a story, we say there's no evidence, so it's just bullshit. Sometimes people just can't win. Regardless, this one just didn't grab me. Any final thoughts before we close, Mr. Moonwalker? You're going to have those same aliens come and grab you now. Um, No, And my butt will be cut out ready (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. That's a wrap for today (laughs) Thank you for listening to But it (sighs) was Indians If you've got thoughts on today's show We would love to hear from you You can find us on The artist formerly known as the Twitter On the Twitter. X Twitter. Haha, see what I did there? At but it was aliens. Or, if you want to help us to keep on making the show, and we do need your help, actually, because it's not the time, it's not the cost of equipment, the cost of hosting and storage, and whatnot. not? Oh, no, no. It's not even the continued research or even the creativity. What we really need your help with... Well, it is kind of the cost, actually, but it's more the cost of keeping those frigging MIBs away. They do not want us sharing this stuff with you, let alone the more risky real-life paranormal tales. They don't want you to know how big Rasputin's Wangalang is, because honestly, once you know, it's kind of hard to measure up. That on the Twitter was very, very lacklustre, by the way. I know, I'm just so tired. So if you do want to help us apologies. Everyone. And on that note, if you want to hear those near the knucklewick extreme or just downright bizarre paranormal cases probed whilst helping us, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens. Each month we release a bonus episode which helps us to bring you the truth whilst also setting traps for those MIB bastards. If you have ideas for traps, we're also all in on hearing those. But that's basically it for this episode. So until next time, is memory foam made of memories and foam? The truth is up there. tag.